Hello and welcome to the San Antonio Baptist Association Urban Missionary Training Center. In this video, we will be talking about church planting movements. This video is an introduction to the book that came out in the year 2000. It was written by David Garrison of the International Mission Board. I'd like to share with you my journey along the way in reference to what is taught in this book. I remember the first time I heard this material explained is a culmination of study worldwide of church planting movements. Many of the questions that were asked were questions like, where is God at work? How can we better understand what He is doing? How can we understand what He is blessing? This book, I believe, is a compilation written several decades ago of looking at where God is at work and better seeking to understand what He's doing. My journey with this material, as with so many other people who have served as cross-cultural missionaries, has been over a several decade long journey. Looking at this book, the purpose of this series is to take a close look at church planting movements. Even though church planting movements have been occurring for decades, there are still many people who are unfamiliar with them. The purpose of this video is to create familiarity with church planting movements and to look at some of the principles and some of the common practices that take place in church planting movements, to study them and to see how God might want to bless those efforts in our current context. Church planting movements are divine movements of God, not a creation of man. David Garrison says that in this book. You can do all the right things, you can say all the right things, have all the right activities, but unless God blesses it, it will never become a movement. That's what we want to talk about. What is a church planting movement? A church planting movement is a rapid and exponential increase of indigenous churches planting churches within a given people group or population segment. That definition was, was keenly crafted, and we want to take that definition and look at the components of it. A church planting movement is a rapid increase. It is rapid. doesn't mean that we add one church at a time, is that we multiply churches. Every church reproduces. We multiply the churches that exist. It is rapid. And it is also exponential increase, meaning it is not addition, it is multiplication. It is churches multiplying. Two churches become four, become eight, become 16, become 32. It multiplies quickly. It is rapid and exponential in its growth. Another component of a church planning movement is that it is indigenous. This is very key in a movement taking place. Indigeneity is very important. What indigeneity means, it is heart language, it is culture, it is context. Reaching people within their own context is vitally important. As many barriers as we can pull down for them to understand and come to faith in Christ, those are the barriers that we want to identify and, and pull down. There are also other things that we can use that are called bridges to the gospel, but this movement is indigenous to culture and language in a people group. It is churches planting churches. Those indigenous churches that are planted 
become the planters of new churches. It may take a missionary or some outside person to get the movement going, but once it gets going, it is the, the indigenous churches that plant other churches among their own people. They have the language, they have the culture, they have the understanding of their own people, and they become the best church planters. It is also within a given people group or population segment. A church planting movement is within a given people group or population segment. This takes place in a group of people who have a lot of things in common. They have common language, common culture, common ways of living. They may be low income or they may be the very rich, but they have commonalities among themselves that make the gospel easy to go from person to house to family to whatever it is. The more barriers that we ask people to jump over or to run through to get to the gospel, the more problems we have, the more resistance to the gospel we have. People want to receive Christ within their own people group, within among those people who make them feel who they are. Church planting movements are not a revival among pre-existing churches. Church planting movements is not a church becoming excited once again about God. It's not a, a, a renewal within that existing church. It is not an increase in the number of churches. For example, if we have 10 churches in the association and over a period of time they, they multiply to 15, that's an addition, that's adding five. But if those 10 become 500 in the same period of time, then we begin to have a movement. A church planting movement is not an end in itself. A church planting movement is not the end of everything. That's not the goal. The goal is to see men and women, boys and girls, come to faith in Christ, be discipled, and begin to live out their new life in Christ in their cultural context. Church planting movements are divine movements of God, not a creation of man. The New Testament church model is this, and suddenly there came from heaven a noise like a violent rushing wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. This is the day the new church, the New Testament church was birthed. They were in the upper room, they were in a house. New Testament church model, Acts chapter 8. But Paul began ravaging the church, entering house after house. I think this is a very interesting video because when Paul was persecuting the church, where did he find the church? He found the church in a home from house to house. When there was no public temple to go worship at, they worshiped in homes. It was the most reproducible indigenous way to express your faith with other people, was to be in a home. Acts chapter 12, New Testament model. And when Peter realized this, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, who was always also called Mark, where many were gathered together and were praying. So when Peter escaped from prison by the help of the angel, where did he go? He went to a house because the the group of believers that existed at that time in that area were gathered together in a home praying. New Testament model, Acts chapter 16, after Paul and Silas came out of prison, they went to Lydia's house where they met with the brothers and sisters and encouraged them 
Then they left. Where did they meet? They meet, met in a home. New Testament model, Acts chapter 20. How I did not shrink, this is Paul speaking, how I did not shrink from declaring to you anything that was profitable and teaching you publicly and from house to house. Where was the New Testament church in the book of Acts? It was found in the house. New Testament model, Acts chapter 16. <clears throat> Greet Priscilla and Aquila, my fellow workers in Christ Jesus, and also greet the church that is in their house. 1 Corinthians 16, the churches of Asia greet you. Aquila and Priscilla greet you heartily in the Lord with the church that is in their house. And we continue to see that in Colossians chapter 4. Greet the brethren that are in Laodicea and also Nympha and the church that is in her house. Philemon chapter 1, we see that the church is also in the house. There are certain characteristics about church planting movements. They are indigenous, but they are also divine movements of God, not a creation of man. We want to make that emphasis that this, this is a movement of God. The purpose of this series, we'll have several other videos beyond this video. The purpose of this series is to take a close look at church planting movements. Even though church planting movements have been occurring for decades, many people are familiar with them. Many people have been involved in them. They've been taking place for quite some time. But still, people are not familiar with church planting movements, nor are they familiar with the principles of church planting movements. What God has blessed over time, and that is the purpose of this series. We want to study where God has been at work and what He is doing so that we might be more discerning to follow His activity. Thank you for watching this video of the Urban Missionary Training Center. We hope that you finish this series of videos, and there are many others also that you can watch. We will see you at the next video.